0: Okay, good morning everyone, we are, good morning Michael, um, good morning. we are on Beis Amid Beis, to be, to be or not to be, I get to make that joke once in a second, okay, so um, we're in a fascinating discussion, which is uh, really the only time of the year where you find that somebody has to seclude themselves for a week. Uh, the Kohen Guttel in this case is Yom Kippur. Uh, we mentioned also by Paraduma, we'll get back to that. Um, but it's a unique kind of thing where a person. Good morning, Nathaniel. It's a unique kind of thing where a person has to separate themselves for a whole week uh, uh, in order to do that service. Yeah, usually, a person in the base of Mikdush goes right up. And does the service uh, straight out from the street? Yet for some reason, Yom Kippur, we're saying that there's this requirement. The question is, we have a number of other holidays, where um, there also was atonement on the holidays. We don't think about it often, but that word is used. Vechaper, you get atonement, is mentioned really on all the holidays. So. The question was maybe uh, there should be a requirement that whoever does the service should have to uh, seclude themselves a week before. So what's why did we how did we know that it was Yom Kippur was the question. The source, the other place in the Torah where you find that was by the muluyum, by the inaugural that the Kohanim were kept separate. Okay, so that was the question, and the the specific question was. Um, we said that uh, there's no question that the longer holidays, the uh, uh, there's no special um, separating for. But what about the one-day holidays? That was really the question, uh, like Shemini Atzeris. Why Why um, maybe you should separate for a week in order to do Shemini Atzeres, just like you separate for a week in order to do Yom Kippur. Now, that was really the question. If we have to pick, well, the verse didn't say which holiday, and if we have to pick one toning holiday, maybe it's Shmini Yatziris. So um, we're on the bottom. Um, uh, Ravashi Omar, Ravashi said, "Mi ikamidi? How is it possible de ikuregol that the main holiday, which would be Sukkot, low boy Prisha, you don't have to go separate for a week in order to do it. You come straight off the street into the base of Migdush and you do the avoda." Uh, tafudi day, the, the end or the second to the holiday of Sukkot. So you're going to tell me you have to wait a week to do Shemini Atzeres? um, Atzeres, especially the way the Medrish learns, by the way, it's like we celebrated Sukkot and Hashem says, before you leave, let's have a goodbye party. It's the end of the holiday. So you're going to tell me the end of the holiday, you're going to have to separate for a week. What's the reason? Now, there is an opinion that Shemini Atzeres is not Sukkot. What do we mean? It's, uh, the question is, is uh, how do you look at Shmini It's called the eighth day, which means it's coming after seven. So is it connected to Sukkot? Or is it not connected to Sukkot? So Shmini there's a concept that it could be Shmini Yetzirah is a holiday all by itself, totally different. Each, each holiday has its own flavor. Each holiday has its own message. Shemini Adzeris, you're not sitting in a sukkah, you're not shaking the lulav, it's different. So, even like that view, it's not what you think. Meaning, it's true that in some ways it's by standalone, but not totally. And he explains, what are those ways? Hanimili inyan pazer kazav. That's one of the famous, what they call, mnemonics. These six letters stand for six ways in which Shemini Adzeris is different in sukkahs. Uh, but, uh, the, it's, what we mean is, it's different in those ways, but not in all ways. In fact, in the most important way, uh, when it comes to bringing the uh, the, the offerings of the holidays, Derishanu, it's part of the holiday still. You can bring the Sukkot uh, uh, Korban on um, on the holiday. Now, this word Tashluman is a great word. We hear it sometimes. You, we don't say Tachlan on the days after the holiday. And the reason why is uh, sometimes there'd be log jam up in the base of Amigdash. There'd be too many korbanos to offer. And the people who were up there would have to stay a few days afterwards to finish all the korbanos. So you could still bring some of the holiday offerings uh, up to a few days afterwards. And because that's true, uh, the days afterwards have the glow of the holiday. When you bring the korban of a holiday, it's still the holiday. That's why we don't say tachlan. It's, uh, that's the mystery. Uh, different shuls have different customs how long that lasts, if it's the whole uh, how many days after the Chag, but uh, that's what they're celebrating, is that when the Beis Hamigdash stood, the days afterwards still had the glow of the holiday. But the bottom line is, it's not likely that if you don't sequester for seven days for Sukkot, there's no way you would do it for Shemini Atzeris. Even if Shemini Atzeris is a little unique, it's still the end of Sukkot. Now, let's just take a quick look at the Pazer Khazav. What are those six ways in which it's unique? Actually, there's two opinions. There's Rashi and Tosos. We're just going to look at Rashi. Uh, Pazer means pious. Um, they, uh, they did the lottery as to who got to do which service. So this had its own lottery separate from Sukkot. Uh, let's skip down. That's the pay. Zion zman la'atzma, you make shechianu. You make Shech, sub so, even though you thanked Hashem for the time of Sukkot, you thank Hashem that you lived to Shmini etzer. So that's the pay, and then the Zionism, and then the continue on in Rashi. Good morning, Dr. Yafi. We're on Rashi four lines up on Gimel Amidallah, Regal Atzmo, Shem love. You don't call Shmini Yetzeris Some people goof in Shmon Esrei, and they do, but it's not called. So that's the. Pazer, the first word again, pius, nope. it has separate lottery, separate uh, rules for the korbanos. Zman, it uh, makes Shakiyanu, And then the Reish is that its own holiday, it's not called sukkus. Continue on in Rashi. Kuf, what's the kazav? Korban la'atmoshayn, Korban shavala kol shariyimos, it's a different Korban. All of them, they got lots of cows. And they got uh, two rams and uh, a whole bunch of uh, sheep. And over here, it's only par uh v'ayol-echad. Uh, you a question. It's a different uh, combination. And then shin, shir la'atzmosh. Uh, Ain't shiru shavu la kol shar The Leviyam are singing different songs over here on Shemini Yetziris. Kol shir, I'm continuing in Rashi. Kol shir yamei achad me'in. me um, Rashi's trying to figure out what are those songs. Um, we actually don't have such different versions of the songs of Sukkot and Cholomoyd, but in the Beis Amikdush they did, uh, but he doesn't um, Rashi finishes off without telling us exactly what the song is. I believe some people have different minig for Shmini Atzeres, what the song of the day is. And then finally, Kasab uh, Bracha uh, that's for Beis, uh, um, there was a special bracha that the uh, they did with the king that was on Shmini That was a unique ceremony. Okay. So the bottom line is we want to know is there another holiday if we learn out that a special uh, Yantuf where you separate for for seven days, why Shmini isn't in the running for that holiday? And the answer is that even if in some ways Shmini is different, it's still the end of Sukkot. And if you don't separate for Sukkot, you, if you don't separate the Kohanim or the Kohen Gadol for Sukkot, definitely you won't separate them uh, for um, Shmini Atzeres. Uh, four lines from the top. Well, let's read the words. Let's read the words one more time because we dropped in for Rashi. Um, uh, we'll start again from the last line on the previous page. And even if you want to say Shmini Yetzirah, it's its own holiday, when is that? That's for these six halachas that stand for those letters. But when it comes to bringing korbanos, uh, the, the finishing off of the sukkah's korbanos, you can finish them off on Shmini which tells us that sukkos in certain ways is the end of shmini yatziris. Simchas Torah is the end of sukkos. That's none we learned. Misha beyontav rishon Chag. If you didn't bring the offerings on the first day, cholgeg vaholekola regol You can bring them all of cholamoy beyontav achon Chag, You can still make it up on shmini So therefore, it's not likely shmini isn't different enough from sukkos that you should sequester. Then okay, next question. The Eimatzaris, maybe Shavuos, the uh, precious Shavuos yom Echad, you could separate for seven days for sukkah, for Shavuos. So why did, why would we do it on Yom Kippur? I guess we're trying to get at what's the reason for the separation. Does it have to do with atonement? Does it have to do with something special? Shavuos is special. So Amre Rebbeba, Daman Par Echad, V'ayol Well we learn out from one cow and one ram if we're learning out from uh, something similar to the inaugural, so you have to look at the offering, when you compare offerings that tells you about it, Yom Kippur is more similar Lafuke Adzeris is two rams that's totally different we're not used to thinking that way because they bring a different Corbin, it's a different idea, but we're saying that shvuas is different than because uh, of the two rams well that works if you say Yom Kippur is only one ram. It's only a one but you didn't know it's a one ram holiday. but there is a view that there are two rams. And then it should be the same as Shavuot. So why do you sequester for Yom Kippur and not for Shavuot? Now where do you see the debate about how many rams on Yom Kippur? The Chanyar Reb Omar Khan, Omar Rabbi says, even though it mentions a ram, it's the same one that it mentioned before. It's not one plus one, it's the same one. So there's only one ram on Yom Kippur. Well, Lazarus Shimon says, no, shnei elim hayim. there are two different rams. Echon Khan, the one that's in this parsha, and the other one which is in Bamidbar. So Yom Kippur is also a two-ram holiday. So we're back to the drawing board. Why do you sequester on Yom Kippur and not on um Shminiatseris, not uh Shivuas, Afi vafilu Vafilutemer Shimon, and even like that view that it's a uh, it's um it's it's a one ram holiday and maybe it's more similar. Hasum khadla hayom, if it's one ram, but it's one ram for the holiday and one for Musaf. Lafukiatseris, whereas Shivuas is totally different. To Trevayu Chovasyom nenu. So even if you bring two rams there's a, the two rams, one's for Shachris and one's for Musaf, whereas um, on Shavuos, they're both for the main holiday. So the bottom line is, Shavuos is not in the running because it's a different set of korbanas. That's answer number one. Okay, Ema, Rosh Hashanah, well, if you're going to separate for seven days for Yom Kippur, maybe separate for Rosh Hashanah. Uh, the pre-Shashiv that would be seven days for one day. That fits the pattern. So why doesn't Kain Gadol go in a week before Rosh Hashanah? So, um, done in Par Shalo Mi Parva uh, we look at the fact that, that there's a cow and a ram that belong to him La for Hashanah the, uh, the offerings on um, Rosh Hashanah belong to the community. There's a special need for him to approach Hashem with his own korban. When you approach Hashem with your own korban, maybe you gotta uh, separate for a week. If you, you know, it's one thing when you represent the Jewish people, you can always get into God. You have immediate audience. You want to approach the King? I gotta talk about the Jewish people. We'll let you in. You want to talk about yourself? Whoa! You gotta separate a week before. That's the answer so far. That Yom Kippur, there's an idea that the Kohen also represents himself. Now it is interesting. It's part of the service. Why would that be? So some people say that before he can approach the king, you've got to fix yourself first. <laughs> before you can atone for the Jewish people and say, you know, we're, I'm going to represent them, they're going to say, wait a second, let's look at your record. So it's necessary for the coin Gadol to fix himself up first, uh, to talk about himself before he can be the representative of the people. Okay, back to the Mark. Um, well so far this works if you say he's representing himself and the Corbin, because it says "kakloch take your own as we turn the page to 3b uh take your own vese loch mishalach and um when the torah says the uh uh make for yourself or take for yourself the word shalach means you yourself personally so that if you want to say the kohen gadol needs a, a personal uh, offering, that's why he needs seven days. But there is an opinion that that's not personal. Michelle Tibor, that's paid for by the community. And, and it, that that belongs to the community. It's the community's coin gadol. You don't belong to yourself if you're the coin gadol. You're, it's, not, it's not you as the coin gadol who blew it, it's the community's coin koin gadol. Because it says, One view is, take for yourself, take for yourself. Take for yourself. Uh, they're Mishel Tzibor, Divei Reb Yasha. In other words, sometimes um, you take for yourself, and sometimes uh, you can take from the Tzibor. In other words, where it says, Kak and Anasei Lacha, that's, that's from your own funds. "Vayichu uh that's uh, when they take, that's from the community. That's what Reb Yasha learns. Reb says says, Ben Kak Ben V'yichu, whether it says you take or they take, Either way, the community's going to pay for it. You knew the community's going to pay for it. My So he says a fascinating idea then. Why does it say you take it if you're taking it from the community? Again, we're talking about the fact that the Klang Gadol brings seemingly his own offering on Yom Kippur. So it, does that come from his own funds and is he representing himself? And maybe that's the, the key to the puzzle why he separates seven days. Or, no, even then, it's taking it from the community. So we answered, it's taking it from the community. And so we're back to the drawing board. Why do you have to sequester? So then the question, though, is, if you're taking it from the community, why does it say, take, singular? So the more answers, Kaviyocho, what it means to say is, Mishalochani Roza yotza Hashem was giving a compliment to Moshe Rabbeinu, or or to Arun. He was saying, um, I like yours uh, better than theirs. In other words, uh, I I really um, when you do the service, it's 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 more pleasing to me than uh, the people. It's a um, the people at that point, I guess, were rebellious, and it was Hashem's way of saying to Moshe Rabbeinu that uh, you know that uh, your desire, you know, you're you're really it. Now the funny thing is. And this is, um, if you're familiar with terms, this word "kaviyochol" we usually use for God. <laughs> in other words, whenever you ascribe to Hashem a personal thing, you use the word "kaviyochol" as if it could be, but you don't usually use that for a person. Here we're saying that God is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, So Rashi picked up on this. Let's look on the top. Rashi, "Kaviyochol, ani shamati, I heard im hayutzi is yochol Bisho Yochid. If this community could atone with a private offering, Hayisi wrote, "I would want yours, Vani Omer, uh but Rashi says, "I think you think God is complaining about the Jewish people, and he's saying, Klomer al I want you, he says uh to, Rashi says, "No way, you can't say God's complaining about the Jewish people." <laughs> In the Torah, that God's complaining about the Jewish people and he's complaining to Moshe Rabbeinu, I really wish I could have yours, but I have to accept theirs. Rashi says, that can't be. So therefore, Rashi says, this Kaviyochel, this word is just the Gemara talking. It's Gemara language. It's Kaviyochel. The Gemara means to say, um, whenever you say something surprising that isn't meant to be like 100% literal, you use that word Kaviyochel as if, but it's not God saying as if. In other words, uh we're just saying that uh, Hashem says to him that uh Hashem is desirable of your uh, uh you are you are uh more worthy, okay that's fine you're more worthy there it's not that they're not worthy it's just Hashem is telling him you're worthy okay, back to the Gemara. Lazar um he says um Ko he has this same question why is it sometimes singular and sometimes plural? It says Lach Aaron, Eight, make for yourself singular you of Omar, Aran, they made the Aaron, when uh, we do the will of Hashem, so Hashem looks at it like we did it. Kan If we're not doing the will of Hashem, then Hashem just looks at the at the messenger. Uh, sometimes the the leader is good and the people aren't. Um so oh, he calls it the service of, the, the leader is a holy person, but the question is, uh, the people he's representing, are they well-received? It just depends on what the Jewish people's up to. So back to the Gemara. So Ad Khan, until now, lo We're getting into the word where it says, take for yourself. Is it some kind of meeting I want? your offering I on Klaw Yisrael, or make for yourself. Ki it? Where, where else does the Torah say, take? Make the trumpets. Um, Some of the times where it says take, it's just referring to an individual who's taking for the community. But uh, clearly, um, by Yom Kippur and by the inaugural, when it says take for yourself, it means you pay for it. How does he know that? You will take for a chatos. But Aaron, he takes a separate offering. Why does it say separate? Take whatever you want to say. It's clear that on Yom Kippur, Aaron has to pay for his own atonement. But Yom uh thats by the—and by the inaugural too. When you do the inaugural, you pay for your own. You bring your own sacrifice. And Be'om HaKippur and Miktak Sibiz O'Syavah Aron HaKodesh ben for yourself. And then for Claudius, Yisrael, Why does it say what belongs to him? Sh'ma Amina lo, Mishalo. So, um, basically, uh, we're um trying to explain what's unique about Yom Kippur. And we're saying uh, that's comparable to the inaugural. Both of them, a person, the or the Kohanim, are bringing their own offering. And since they're bringing their own offering, therefore, (coughs) excuse me, Uh, therefore, uh, since they're bringing their own offering, therefore, they need to um, sequester for a week. Whereas on Shavuos or Rosh Hashanah, they don't um, bring their own offering. And the way we're explaining it is that when you represent yourself, you need much more introspection. When you're going to stand in front, if you come for Klal Yisrael, that's uh, Hashem You know Hashem's always willing to. You can always represent the Jewish people. That's Hashem's people. But if you're representing yourself, you need more time. And then we went into discussion. Well, that the, the uh, sometimes the Torah does say uh, take for yourself, and it doesn't mean for yourself. It means from the community. So the Gemara at the end though comes out that it's not true. That at uh, not meaning that at least on Yom Kippur and at least at the inaugural. He is representing himself first. That's one answer. Um, it's, a, it's not clear that that's a slam-dunk answer. Whenever the Gemara gives multiple answers, it means that it's not so clear that you could argue on that. So we're, uh, the Gemara is going to give some other answers as to why only Yom Kippur and the inaugural is this sequester. Rav Ashi says, He says, He says, we use the case where the cow is for the sin offering and the ram is for the burnt offering, Lafuke fukei excluding rosh Hashanah olas. Those are all burnt offerings. That's another answer. Ravina he gives a different answer. Danan a b'koin gadol mayavadah uh, b'koin gadol. Let's stick to the coin gadol. Whenever the coin gadol, he's the head hancho. He maybe has sequestering. La kula All our questions about Shavuot and uh, Shmini Yetzeris and Rosh Hashanah, the love of, that's not a koin gado. It's, it's interesting. The Yom Kippur is the day where the koin has to work. <laughs> the other days of the year, he doesn't have to be on duty. So uh, sequestering is to the koin It's specific. They even had a special room for it, but it wasn't for all, you know. The, so all the questions fall off like this answer. He has a different twist. He says, Done we look at a person's very first time. When you do something for the first time, you need a week to get ready. You need to get, it It has to be inaugurated. So that needs a special, you have to, it's never been done before. So Yom Kippur is a first and the inaugural was a first. All these others are not All these others are not first. Matzkila, what do we mean at first? E leh If you mean that it's the only time the koin gadol's really got to do with the inaugural and Yom Kippur, that's the earlier answer. El avod zkila It means it's the first time this service was done uh, to Hashem, me'avod kila Makam. What is the avodah the first time? That's the, um, uh, going into the Holy of Holies. Let's take a look at Rashi. He explains this, um, Let's start. Ilay matkilah uh, b'kain gadol. Well, no, matkilah b'makom. Right in the middle of the page. The first time with Hashem, Yom Kippurim, avoda Leflat lifnay lifnim. Yom Kippur has a service in the inner sanctum. That's the only day of the year you go in there. Shebi Yom Kippurim harishan heis matkilah b'makom. It's the first time. Shekodem l'chein lo adam sham avoda. No one ever goes in there. The Shmini le'muliam. And the eighth day in Luyim Haitha Avodah and That was the first time they ever used that altar. So that's also a first time. So Rashi has a question. What do you mean, first time Moshe Rabbeinu was there? Moshe Rabbeinu had uh, done the inaugural. What do you mean the Kohen was the first one in? He says, Moshe Rabbeinu's Enkuyavodah Eetzavodah Kohanim. You can't compare Moshe to the Kohanim. Shuhu belevush big day kahuna. Kohanim wear the big day kahuna. Veshol Moshe He was just wearing the white shirt. Shlo hukshu shlo el That's like a temporary outfit. Part of the service of the Kohanim is with the clothing. The clothing was part of the service. Was part of the ritual. Uh, and Moshe Rabbeinu, even though he did function as a Kohen in the Kohen uh, until the Inaugural, he installed the Kohanim. In order to install him, you got to be there, right? But he was he was in only wearing the uh, the white shirt. He wasn't wearing the full shebang. So, therefore, that didn't count. That's what Rashi's coming to answer. Just in, an interesting aside. Okay, back to the Gemara. And again, we're still dealing with the puzzle of why the sequester on Yom Kippur. The reason why it's so important is you get to the nature of the holiday. What what is unique and special about Yom Kippur? What takes place? Why does this have to happen? Um, So back to the gemara. Um, He says he learned that the pasuk was only referring to one holiday that needs sequestering, which is Yom Kippur. Yeshua Ben Levi learned two things. He said that's Yom Kippur. Uh, this was the original verse that talks about sequestering. Is it referred to just Yom Kippur? Or is it Yom Kippur and the Paraduma? We had thrown that in earlier. So the question is, was Paraduma on that list of things that need sequestering? Yochanan um, Rabbi Yochanan learned one uh, one thing. But what do you mean? It, it's in the Mishnah that uh, they used to sequester for the paraduma. So how can you, Rabbi Yochanan, learn that that's not from the pasuk? The answer is Para malo Paraduma that they did that for for fun. That was just something added. That wasn't an absolute requirement really the only absolute requirement of sequestering is Yom Kippur. Paraduma was a mila; it was just like a nice thing. We did a lot of, Paraduma didn't come along that, that often, and they, they did a lot of extra extra special things there, but it's not that it was essential. That refers to Paraduma. That refers to Paraduma. He clearly says it refers to both. So, Lumar said, no. He, if you notice, he was quoting his rabbi. Who did rabbi? He didn't necessarily agree with that. Guess, again, the, the question is, the verse of sequester, uh, did it also, was it only Yom Kippur, or did it also refer to Paraduma? And the same one who said it only refers to Yom Kippur, quoted as saying it was Paraduma, and the answer is he was quoting his Rebbe. Where do you see that his Rebbe said? That om reb Lasos Elo Para. This verse, when it says to do, what does it mean to do? Yom Kippur, you don't do anything. Lasos refers to Paraduma. Lechaper that refers to Maya Yom Kippur. All right, now the Mora is gonna uh so let's get back to our essential uh issue, which is we learn now from the inaugural that it, the, the Kohen Gadol has to sequester, has to go in seclusion a week before to get ready. So if that's true, and the source of that is the uh, the inaugural, the muluyim, i'may muluyim kolakasvam, just like there, whatever it says is essential. af hachinami kolakasvam, it means it's essential. So it means if the Kohen Gadol, for whatever reason, doesn't get there to seclude himself, we won't let him in. Maybe that's true. We can only accept a Kohen who's sequestered. Didn't we learn It said that we, we have a backup. It doesn't say the backup has to be there seven days. So if the Kohen got something happens to him in the middle, you bring in the backup without a seven days. So you see that a seven day wait is not essential. Because we don't use that word. Mafrish means set him aside. So the is my Well, maybe that's what it means. Maybe we actually uh, sequester the substitute coin also. So the Morris said, yeah, but the wording doesn't fit. Listen, either it should say, Either we, we fix them, we, we do a fixin, we fix a coin, we fix a coin replacement, "Oh, idi, idi or we separate them. But the fact that it used a different word, it seems to apply that it's not essential. So, uh, uh, the basic question is if the source that you separate a coin is from the inaugural, the inaugural was essential. Whereas Yom Kippur, we see it's not essential, uh, but the proof is because the substitute coin wasn't uh, uh, separated. So, that can't be the source that a coin is sequestered. You got a better idea where to learn from? <laughs> I love Gemara, right? You want to attack my way, Rib Yochanan. So you got a better idea? You got a better source to learn? So Omar, misinai. Yes, I do. The Gemara says, now we throw in a new source for the concept of sequester, which is going to teach us a whole different idea of what's going on at Yom Kippur he says the source is uh, from Mount Sinai it says the glory of Hashem went on the mountain three lines from the bottom it was covered by the cloud Moshe couldn't go in Moshe was locked out he was clouded out uh, uh, for seven days six days so why does it say he had to be outside the cloud for six days uh, this is teaching us. If you ever want to come in to Hashem's inner sanctum, you've got to wait by the door for, for uh, six days. So, therefore, on Yom Kippur, the Kohen guttal is going to go into the Holy of Holies. You've got to wait outside for six days, just like on Shavuos. Now, the reason why I say it changes the nature of Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is also a receiving of the Torah we got the Torah the second time, the Luch O'Shnis, but we almost never think of Yom Kippur as receiving a Torah. <laughs> Basically, we want another chance for our life, but what we mean is we're accepting the Torah. Uh, but it's also interesting that on Yom Kippur, we go into the Shekhinah. Um That's why at the end of Neilah, like, Hashem is down here with us, and then uh, Hashem, will keep seven times, he goes back up. But uh, we're entering an inter-sanctum, so that's why Yom Kippur, just like on Shavuos, we got to wait six days. So Numura has a great question. Uh, and we're talking about waiting a week, and over there it says six days. <laughs> That's the only problem with this answer. So Numura says, let's see, the bottom line, pa'nan shivatanan. Wait a second. We're looking for a source that you have a seven-day sequester, and all you can prove from Moshe Rabbeinu at Sinai is a six-day sequester. That's a problem. <laughs> Surprised they didn't notice that sooner. So, Umar has an answer for that. And you'll have to find out tomorrow why the seventh day he's sequestered if the source of sequestering is from Sinai, which is only a six-day sequester. And again, we're trying to get to the nature of this unique uh, service where the Kohen Gadol separates himself. Um... One of the big benefits of this learning is you'll see the Yom Kippur, it'll be much more meaningful to us, what's going on with the Kohen and what's happening, uh, just because we start learning why the details are important. Okay, have a great day, everybody.